Happy Friday. It is June 19th. Uh, if you're hearing my voice, this is Jorge Cruz, and welcome to the Jorge Cruz Show. Uh, it is almost summer. Summer starts this weekend. I'm so excited. Uh, for me, summer is really uh, not only is it a new uh, season, hopefully to enjoy some great exercise and movement outside. Uh, and with COVID-19 uh, still a concern, obviously with our masks on and observing some social distance when necessary, obviously, I think we can get out there and have some great activity and some movement. And on today's show, we are sitting down with um, with a man that has become kind of part of my family. Uh, I think of him as an older brother. He's 67 years young. His name is Mark Sisson. This is a second uh, part interview that uh, I did on episode number 28. So if you want to go back to episode number 28, we sat down and talked about the must diet for COVID-19 times and beyond. We pick up that conversation and uh, I think today you're going to learn not just uh, how important what we eat can impact how you look, how you feel, how to improve longevity. I mean, this man at 67 has a better six pack than me. If you watch the video version, which we're releasing tomorrow on YouTube and on Facebook and on IG, you'll see our abs. We did a little ab off <laughs> and, uh, and I'm almost there. I'm catching up to him. He's in phenomenal shape. He is a New York Times bestselling author. He's the publisher of Mark's Daily Apple. Uh, he's the creator of Primal Kitchen, uh, which has been a sponsor of the show for a while. But he and I have been friends for over 17 years. And on today's show, you're going to learn uh, about good fats and how certain good fats can improve your tolerance for sun this summer, how certain bad fats can make you more photosensitive and cause you to burn faster. And we're going to talk about things that are pretty deep too about how our human diet for over 2 million years has been embracing animal fats. And I know that's controversial to some people, but I think at the end of this conversation, your mind will be blown. So I look forward to your comments and feedback. Um, now, the show is brought to you by my website, JorgeCruz.com. We're doing our 2020 survey right now, and I ask you all to please take it because as my thank you, the first week in July, I'll be sending out a Belly Fat Cure online course as my thank you to you. It'll be over $100 value, and it just takes a few minutes, four or five minutes, uh, fill out this survey, and it helps me better know what you want me to talk about on this show, talk about in my books, on television. And all you have to do is go to my website, JorgeCruz.com. That's J-O-R-G-E-C-R-U-I-S-E.com. And it's at the very top of the page. You'll see it there. We're also brought to you by Navitas Organics. You've heard me talk about these folks for a while because I really uh, enjoy using their products to help me cheat the fast. As most of you know, I pretty much just these days eat one meal a day. I do about a 22-hour fast. Uh, a lot of my celebrities do 16 hours, so they do two meals. But whether it's 16 hours, 20 hours, or 22 hours of fasting, the way you turn off hunger so you don't feel hungry when you need that meal, I call it a flat belly meal that will break your fast, I use Navitas Organic Chia Seeds. Uh, three tablespoons with three tablespoons of avocado oil. Uh, eight ounces of almond milk unsweetened, well, a monk fruit usually, or stevia. Stir it, never blend it, and if you drink that, it expands in your stomach. Via it sit, it becomes like a pudding, and it won't break your fast. So I use that every day, and because I use it every day, it has to be organic. And a lot of companies say their organic superfoods are organic, but they're not. I trust these folks at Navitas. I've met the owners. They're the real deal. They've been doing this for over 16 years. 
So head on over to their website to a navidasorganics.com forward slash cruise, my last name, C-R-U-I-S-E. And if you use that last name, my last name, Cruz, you'll get 30% off your entire order of organic superfoods, which can include things like maca root and wheatgrass. So check that out. We're also brought to you by Mark's site, Primal Kitchen. Uh, and Primal Kitchen for me is where I've been getting my avocado oil. Mark is the man who taught me about avocado oil years ago, way before he even created this company. And his company is giving us a free chipotle lemon mayo made with avocado oil, which is anti-inflammatory. We're going to talk about avocado oil on the show today. You're going to learn about that, animal fats. You're going to learn about these industrial seed oils that break down your body, cause inflammation. But avocado oil is anything but that. It's the opposite. It's literally the secret oil to staying healthy and young, and it doesn't break your fast. So check it out. Go to primalkitchen.com forward slash Jorge Cruz and get your free chipotle lemon mayo uh, at checkout and uh, enjoy. And on today's show, guys, it's Mark Sisson and I. We sit down. Uh, I invite you tomorrow to check out the video interview. You'll see Mark and I on Zoom, but this is an incredible, provocative conversation about health with number one New York Times bestselling author and my dear friend, Mark Sisson. So let's get started right now. It's a fact. 91% of us have a dangerous amount of belly fat. And it isn't just unsightly. When you have too much belly fat, you're more likely to suffer from aches and pains, low energy, memory loss, and poor sleep, which prevents you from performing your best at work, spending true quality time with your loved ones, and simply enjoying life. The good news is that you can cure belly fat and immediately start to work better, reduce pain, improve memory, and sleep better using simple shortcuts I've gathered. Hi, my name is Jorge Cruz and I'm known as the 8-Minute Life Strategist to the world's busiest celebrities. I've been a fitness, nutrition, and high-performance living strategist for over 25 years. And you may have seen my work with Oprah Winfrey, Khloe Kardashian, President Clinton, Tyra Banks, Dr. Oz, Tony Robbins, or even Steve Harvey. My passion to find the best science-backed fitness shortcuts has allowed me to write over 30 books and become a multiple New York Times bestselling author with over 9 million books in print. And I know I can help you too. Welcome to The Jorge Cruz Show. All right, guys, welcome to the show. I am so excited because we are here for part two of our conversation with Mark Sisson. If you guys don't know who Mark Sisson is, he is not only, in my opinion, one of the most legendary guys out there when it comes to nutrition. He's been a dear friend of mine for so many years. Uh, we had a provocative conversation uh, less than two months ago, personally. Then we did a podcast, which we hadn't done in a while. And he's in Miami, but today he's not in Miami. He's in Pacific Palisades. And so joining us from his home in Cali is Mr. Mark Sisson. How are you, Mark? I'm great, Jorge. Good to be here. Good to see you. I, I had to roll up my sleeves so I can show off my guns with you. Let's do a gun off for all the for all the listeners and viewers right now. Oh, Jesus. All right. There you go. There Look you at go. this. That is the new 68, Mark, right? 67. Oh, 67. Let's, When's your birthday again? Well, it, no, I'll be 67 July 14th. Let's not get oh. ahead of ourselves now at this point. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, and I remember from our last podcast, one of your big goals is when you turn 70, heaven forbid, yeah. that yeah. you want to really redefine that for the world, right, Mark? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, one of my original goals uh, was to... Um, to be able to beat my uh, seven-year-old grandchild in a hundred-yard dash 
at whatever age that was. So now I have a grandchild, and uh, yep. so when she's when she's seven, I'll be you know seventy four. So that's going to be some work. Anyway, I'm, I, you know, uh, that'll little, be fun. Life goals, I mean, like how does it feel to be a grandpa finally? Right, it's you awesome. did it. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, your daughter did it, I guess. Your daughter. Yeah, did it. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, no, it's 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 the best. I mean, I'm uh, I'm I'm over the moon. Uh, that's why we're here in the Palisades visiting. Yeah. Um, you know, it's fantastic. That's great. Well, I'm su super excited uh, to pick up our conversation since we spoke. Um, a couple of things have happened on my end. You know, I've been following this nutritional plan that you kind of, you know, you shook my world because I was yeah. eating uh, a healthy diet, you know, definitely doing intermittent fasting, but then added more of what you talked about in the carnivore code in the introduction yeah. to that book with Dr. Saladino, which I love his last name. Uh, not that he eats a lot of salads, right, Mark, but uh, Paul. And he yep. and I have talked. He's going to be on the show. So thank you for the connection. Sure. And, and great book on that. And that was really about just me overcoming my concern about eating more meat, I think, because I was scared of it because of, you know, you hear all these theories about uh, not getting enough fiber and not pooping, you know, to be direct, you right. know. Uh, right. and, and all that is not true. We kind of set the record straight last time. So I've been really excited to embrace a little more uh, healthy meat. And uh, one of my things that I love that your office sent to me is this grass-fed beef skillet. And this is something that is fairly new. It's 2020, right? Oh, yeah. No, this just came out in the last month or two. Um, yeah, we, we're making frozen meals now. Uh, and the steak fajitas is one of, an example of one of our skillet meals. So you just yeah. buy that bag. It serves two people. You heat it up uh, in a saucepan for a couple of minutes with some yeah. avocado oil. And, and little, um, obviously and, the avocado oil, yeah, 18 and, grams of protein. I mean, this is basically good eating but done fast and you know all my clients none of them have time they all like eight minute workouts they the micro workouts that we talked about and right. this now makes eating healthfully easy you don't have to buy i mean you don't have to buy the vegetables you don't have right. to buy the meat you just buy right. the bag and thaw it out and i feel like it's it's an available only is it i think you mentioned last time you've got a partnership with thrive right yeah so right now you can get it on thrive market anywhere in the country if you just uh, are a member of thrive market uh, Thrive Market, for those people who don't know, is, uh, is a unique purveyor of uh, healthy food. So it's kind of like Costco meets Whole Foods online. Yeah. You, know, you, you sign up, you become a member, and then you can order anything that you could get at, at Sprouts or Whole Foods or any of the, you know, the healthy stores. Yeah. Um, and you can have it sent to your house directly uh, very quickly. And if the order is like more than 49 bucks, the shipping is free. Um, they, they've been uh, absolutely uh, a godsend to people who have been trying to eat healthy over the past um, you know, three or four months during this COVID thing. Yeah, no, I know. Well, I thought today, speaking of the COVID, we would pick it up because summer is almost here. It's here in a few days. And being that it's June and July is coming around the corner when summer will be in full gear, uh, a lot of the listeners to the show, were they were th so enthralled with our conversation about uh, the, the carnivore code and, and this, these insights about eating good protein and the good fats and not being scared of that. And we talked about so many good things. I thought maybe you could give us a little update on the, on the diet. But before we do that, since summer is here, I feel like a lot of people, I, I did a little survey recently, and they wanted to know more about the diet, which I know we can talk about because that's your specialty. But they also wanted to know about summer and getting out there with COVID-19. And, you know, here in Cali, uh, they're opening up the gyms, gyms again. I think uh, in Pacific Palisades, have they opened them or almost? No, I just, got my, um, I just got my notification from my gym. They're not opening for another two weeks, which is a, a kind of a bummer. But, I mean, I've been, I've been out a lot and I've been uh, 
I've been managing just fine without a gym. So well, far. so let's talk about that because I think people right now, I think they're, 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 they're split. They're, they want to keep their masks on, which we can do. And, and obviously six feet social distance if you need that, obviously, which, which it's law in certain areas. But I feel like how can we encourage people because summer's here and I feel like, you know, I've been getting out. I've been going here in San Diego to Black Beach and climbing the, the, the cliffs, the buffs, and reminds me of Runyon Canyon and all that. And uh, it's combo and it's as beautiful as Malibu. Um, but I feel like not everyone is doing that. It's still very hush-hush. People don't want to really go out. And now that the sun is out, they're scared of the sun and, and, and getting yeah, burned yeah, and yeah. all that. So can you help us get motivated for summer here? Because I feel like to a certain degree, you've been going out. You, maybe you're still, are you still wearing your mask to some degree? I mean, obviously. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't believe in that. So, I mean, I wear a mask when I'm, when I'm supposed to inside yeah. and certain things. But outside, um, it's almost the exact opposite. I think that, uh, you know, the, the best thing you can do for yourself, first of all, is to get some vitamin D. Vitamin D is made naturally in the body when you expose your skin to sun. And, and when, I, when I say expose your skin, I'm talking about unprotected parts of your, of your torso and your legs uh, for not for a long period of time, 15 or 20 minutes is all you need. Um, and then you can cover up and then you can put on the sunscreens. But uh, it's critical that people get vitamin D. One of the things that we're seeing um, as the data comes in on this COVID-19 deal is that people who have low vitamin D status suffer much more uh, than people who have high vitamin D status. I mean, they, they get infected less often. And then if they do, if they do, um, people who have high vitamin D status get infected less often. And if they do, the, the, the symptoms are not uh, as, as you know, devastating as they are with low vitamin D status. So I think it's really a, a very important thing to take into consideration um, as we move forward with this. And I know you've moved not that long ago to, to Florida. And I think, if anything, when I follow you on Insta and all that, I see you out there actively and you're not wearing, you know, certain people will wear these long sleeve shirts and hats and I mean, glasses, I guess, sunglasses are necessary on occasion. But tell them what you, we were talking before we started the show here about sunscreen, because, you know, I obviously am getting to be 50 and I don't want to get a lot of wrinkles. You have great looking skin and you're tan and you've got, I mean, People have asked, what do you put on your skin? But what's your, what's your prescription for yourself with summer here and sunblock and what you just said about not overdoing it, but also right. making sure that you do enough, right? Right. So, um, you know, I put, I put sunscreen on my face. I don't want to get any more damage that I've gotten. I'm, look, I've, I spent my life outside. I'm, as I say, I'm, I'll be 67 in a couple of weeks. And I'm, uh, since I was 12 or 13, I've spent most of the of the nice weather outside with a shirt off either working under the sun i mowed lawns when i was 12 years old i painted houses when i was 14 i was a contractor in my 20s i mean i was a runner and i ran without a shirt most of my running career and a lot of my triathlon career so i've spent a lot of time outside so um my the big thing for me is to cover my face and then i in miami and even in, in california like yesterday i went and i paddled for an hour and a half um, and I had, I had, uh, I wear sunscreen on my face and I wear dark glasses and sometimes I wear a headband to cover my, my forehead, but then I don't put anything on my, uh, on my, on the rest of my body and I don't wear a shirt. However, if I get more than an hour, then I put a shirt on and I'm, sometimes I'll put a long sleeve shirt on. I don't, I'm not trying to get burned. I just want to get the, the right amount of sun exposure to get the vitamin D that, that I feel that I need, not just for my immune system, but vitamin D is also important 
uh, it's actually, you know, the, the sun exposure is important for your mood elevation, right? And as, as we're um, finding with the amount of time that we've been stuck inside, the amount of time that we've been worried about our relatives, the amount of time we've been worried about, am I doing the right thing with COVID? Uh, the amount of time we've been worried about losing our jobs or losing our 401ks in the financial devastation here, mood becomes a real, a real consideration, right? So that's another reason that I like and encourage people to get um, some amount of sun every day. Yeah, no, and, and I think what you said is key. It's what I've been following. And I know if you're darker skinned, I've got a little Latin blood in me. And I know I have a lot of clients that are African-American. You can go a little longer, I think, because you are classified as a white man. Correct, Mark? You're pretty white. Yeah, I'm, I'm North European. Me, right? So I'm like, you know, Celtic Norse, um, <laughs> which is, uh, you know, about as light skinned, fair skinned, blue, you know, blue yeah. eyes, yeah. Uh, blonde hair, the whole thing. So, but I've built over the years, uh, an ability to, um, uh, to tan without burning. I, I pay very strict attention to it. I mean, I'm very careful about not burning. Yep. Um, and I will add that one of the things that happens to people uh, who tend to burn a lot is it, you can look at the diet and you can go, well, if you're consuming a lot of uh, industrial seed oils, if you're consuming a lot of soybean oil or corn oil or canola oil, those omega-6 fats that are in those oils um, and the way those oils are processed do not do you any favors when it comes to your ability to stay out in the sun. So people who are consuming uh, large quantities of these seed oils um, tend to burn easily. And uh, if you shift your diet away from those toward more naturally occurring uh, animal fats, butter, lard, ghee, things like that, uh, monounsaturated fats like uh, avocado oil or extra virgin olive oil, uh, even coconut oil, then your tolerance for the sun improves tremendously and goes up tremendously. Now, this is something I've never heard. So you're, you're kind of my, as Oprah would say, I'm having an aha moment here. So you're saying, and I know about seed oil, we know it's yeah. inflammatory, not just to our body, to our joints, right, Mark? Yep. But it's literally, it sounds like it causes a weakening of our ability to protect ourselves from the sun, right, Mark? Exactly, I mean, exactly. Tell me a little bit more, but this is, I didn't know about this. I didn't expect you to, to mention how diet can impact your sunscreen protection, let alone your overall right. immune. I mean, obviously, but remind everyone, because let's segue into diet for a minute. What you just said, a lot of people's mouths are still, I mean, I've talked about it enough and enough books to talk about from avocado oil. I got a little squeeze ball here. Isn't that cool? From avocado oil Very to cool, yeah. uh, like beef towel. You got me on that because in the carnivore code, tell everyone about that book for a minute, Mark, because that diet mentions a lot of these facts that people are, they're like, oh, I can't do that because I'm going to have a heart attack, you know? And, yeah. I, and I'm the guy that at one point, you know, with, with Dr. Mark Hyman, uh, had the, the, the honor of working with President Clinton and he had a quadruple bypass. And for many years, he avoided all animal, everything it was vegan, yep. you know? Yep. And that's, we know better now. He knows better now. We all know better. So how is animal fats, uh, beef and all that going to be okay for us? And then obviously just talk a little bit of what we kind of recap what we talked about with, uh, with that diet book, the, uh, the, the carnivore code, because you wrote the introduction to it. And Dr. Saladino, I think has done a really good job, but it's still, I would say on the fringes where people are scared. They're like, they don't believe that, you know, they, they, my kids, when I use beef towel, they're like, dad, it's too much. 
like, mm. like do a spray, use, use something light. And I'm like, no, I'm pouring it in there, you know, or I'll use avocado yeah. oil. But why are these fats okay to use these animal ones and the avocado ones? Because I think people are scared of oil and fats still to some degree, especially the good fats, you know. And I think soybean oil, as much as it's inflammatory, it's in everything. It's in most mayo, right, Mark? Yeah, it's certainly not in our mayo, but it's in most no, mayo. No, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, the, the issue here is uh, that fats, animal fats have been part of the human diet for, you know, 2 million years. Uh, and, and the body expects them and knows how to deal with these, these naturally occurring saturated fats that you find in animals. We found over the last uh, two decades that saturated fats are not as problematic as the medical industry and particularly the cardiology industry would have led you to believe over the years. Uh, so people's fear of saturated fat is diminishing somewhat. Ironically, what has happened over the past several decades, um, you know, we in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, as industry started to introduce oleo and margarine and these fake, um, you know, spreads that you could put on your bread or your or vegetables instead of butter, the fear was that butter was somehow harmful. Well, it turns out butter not only tastes better, but it's actually better for you than spreads like oleo and margarine. Um, partly because these contain these omega-6 fats that we just talked about, the, and, and they contain um, hydrogenated fats and oils to make them harder and, and make them, uh, uh, you know, and trans fats uh, to, to, to give them uh, the, you know, to, to make them have the some of the characteristics yeah. of saturated fats. To mimic but, like butter, to mimic its, uh, to make it more solid, right? Yeah. Correct, correct. So um, what has happened as a result of that is we look at the processed foods that we find in stores today, and, and invariably these processed foods are using these industrial seed oils, soybean oil, corn oil, canola oil, safflower, sunflower. These are all oils that have been so highly processed that they, they become antithetical to health. They're, they're actually bad for our health. And one of the reasons they're bad is that they, they don't really um, enter the body as a, as a fuel substrate. In fact, they're just more of a type of a, of a fatty acid that the body thinks it needs, but when it absorbs these highly processed fats and oils and then incorporates them into the cell membranes, um, because a lot of your cell membranes throughout your body and including your skin um, are supposed to be pliable and not rigid and are supposed to have um, little access points where uh, micronutrients can get in or certain uh, uh, processes can happen through these access points and these industrial seed oils, which get incorporated into your cells, then screw that up. And so one of the reasons that people become photosensitive, that is they become more susceptible to light and UV rays and they tend to burn is because the cells in their skin over the course of many decades of consuming these harmful fats, um, have it's affected their skin in a way that, that it's not as um, it's, it's not as receptive to uh, the UV light that converts cholesterol into vitamin D uh, that, you know, uh, causes an appropriate amount of uh, melanin pigment to rise up and create a tan. Uh, and so all these things get disrupted because the diet contains so many of these hidden nasty fats and oils. So my, my challenge to most people is, Look, read the label, and if you see soybean and corn oil and, and, and canola in your products, stay away. 
Um, I think that these are some of the more insidious foods that we consume. In fact, you know, for the longest time, I was sort of known as that anti-sugar guy. I was known as the guy that said, you know, stay away from sugar and you'll be fine. Well, absolutely stay away from sugar, but now you got to stay away from the industrial seed oils as well. So, Jorge, all, all foods exist on this spectrum of uh, bad to sometimes pretty good, right? So milk, dairy exists on the spectrum. Um, 2% skim, homogenized, pasteurized, really horrible. I would not encourage anybody to consume that. On the other end of that spectrum, raw milk, uh, butter, uh, uh, heavy cream, they're pretty good. They're actually quite good for you. Organic when possible, right, Mark? Organic, yeah. So, so those foods exist on a spectrum, right? Um, fruits exist on a spectrum. So berries like blueberry and raspberries that are tart, don't have much sugar. Those are fantastic. Eat those, you know, certainly with a certain amount of, uh, you know, don't, don't overdo them. But then on the other end of the fruit spectrum, there's a lot of citrus and melony stuff that has a ton of sugar in it that you may want to kind of stay away from. But when it comes to fats and oils, they exist on a spectrum. And at the one end of the spectrum, you're going to find the good stuff, the avocado oil, the extra virgin olive oil, the butter, the lard, the ghee, uh, the, you know, those are, those are what we would call healthy fats. And you would want to consume those. At the far end of the spectrum, we, again, we come down to the industrial seed oils, which would be the corn oil, the canola oil, um, the soybean oil, which you, you absolutely want to stay away from. And, um, you know, it's, sometimes it's like, okay, I can read my label, right, and I can tell what I'm getting, or I can, I can choose to cook with avocado oil and get rid of all of the canola and corn oil in my house, but what happens when I go eat at a restaurant, right? And, and so that's, I, I ask people sometimes, you know, when I go to a restaurant, I, first thing I ask is if I'm, if I'm going to order a salad, salad, is, you know, what are the oils that you use in your, in your salad dressings? And if they're using uh, extra virgin olive oil, great, bring it on. But if they're not, and most times, even in great restaurants, they're not. Uh, I was in one the other day and I said, you know, I asked the waiter, what's your, you know, what, what are your, uh, the basis, the oil bases for your salad dressings? And he said, olive oil. I said, could you go back and check with the kitchen? So he goes, he goes to the kitchen and he comes back and he says, uh, yeah, it's, it's an olive oil blend. Uh, so what does that mean? Well, it has olive oil and canola and soy. Uh, I'm like, okay, and it's not olive oil, you know, and, uh, and, and I just got, I, you know, I, I chose something else for, to, to order. And it really is, I mean, it's just because it's, it's a financial thing. It's just cheaper not to use. Absolutely. Oil, no, that's right? exactly right. So even, even your best restaurants, you know, are trying to cut corners where they can, and not because they're trying to be, you know, mean people or, or whatever. Most times they don't even know what they're doing. They don't know uh, the, the, you know, sort of the nasty, uh, side effects of a lifetime of consuming these industrial seed oils. So that's kind of been my new push in coaching people is to figure out where in your diet you have these, um, these hidden, uh, insidious oils that may be problematic for you, even though you feel like you're eating clean, even though you're eating a lot of salads, for instance, um, and even though you've gotten rid of the sugary beverages and the, and the processed uh, grain products, and you still you know, maybe are experiencing some, some health issues, it may be that you haven't really cleaned up that part of your diet that includes these nasty oils and fats. 
You know, it'd be great if we could create some sort of resource or a website where we could list restaurants. I recently did a, an interview with uh, Dr. Andrew Weil. You know Dr. Weil? Of course. Yep. He has these True Foods restaurants, and they're very meticulous, you know. And obviously, you've, had, you've eaten at his restaurants before, right? Yeah, yeah. No, the one in Santa Monica is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. They're great stuff. And he's going everywhere. He's finally hitting New York and all that. Once the pandemic is done, he's got like 36 of these. And I feel like I trust him. I trust those restaurants. But... Man, I mean, I, I mean, you know, whether I'm going with a fancy client to, to somewhere in Beverly Hills or New York or whatever, I feel like it's, it's as much as you may be paying, you're still cutting corners because I bet right. you're the only person that ever asked what you, the salad dressing is made out of, you know? Now well, I'm, I'm sure, it, yeah, I'm sure it's a small number that, that yes. actually ask, you know, yeah. because it's a very small number of people who even understand the implications of a diet that contains uh, vast amounts. And, and, you know, if you, if you were to, Look at the standard American diet now, um, you know, 70% of it is processed foods. And of those processed foods, almost all of them contain some amount of, of, of an oil that I would find objectionable in, in, in my diet. So, um, you know, that's why I created Primal Kitchen Foods to create sauces and dressings and toppings, uh, mayonnaise, you know, condiments and things like that, that you could use and, and be confident that they only contain these good oils and, and are devoid and don't have these bad oils. Well, I think, it, I think it's brilliant. And, and Primal Kitchen, I think, is leading the way, you know, and I think people that understand how important this is for your health. I mean, it comes down to your skin, as we just talked about, these good oils. And yeah. it comes down to everything from aging to disease prevention. I mean, the list goes on and on. And I, you know, I'm right with you about sugar, but I think, I think we got that one down. I think people know that sugar is not good. But this oil thing, I think it's confusion. Is there anything that you recommend for someone out there that wants to learn more? I mean, obviously, you've written some books, maybe one of your books and another book from a third party that, that is eye-opening on this so we can kind of spread a good word or two out there. What would you suggest as a resource, Mark? Mark? Well, I'd say that anything by Kate, Dr. Kate Shanahan, okay. um, and you can just Google her work online. Okay. She has uh, Her first book is called Deep Nutrition. Uh, the more recent one doesn't come to mind immediately, but um, I've known Kate for a long time, and she was an early pioneer uh, in this industrial seed oil thing. And in, in fact, she was on um, Bill Maher's show uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago, um, uh, talking about that and talking about these industrial seed oils. So wow, she's, right. she's she's getting the word out there. And then, of course, my book, um, The Primal Blueprint, uh, my most recent book, The Keto uh, Reset Diet and Keto for Life. Uh, though we all, you know, we talk a lot about these oils and how bad they are and, and, um, and how you don't need to be, you know, beholden to them. You can find foods that don't have them. You just have to be mindful of it. Yeah. Yeah. And the great thing is as we're, as we're transitioning for me to get home to maybe going back out, we can start at home. And, you know, for me, I, I sometimes carry these little jars with certain things. Like when I, when I was in New York last year and I was working with the housewives of New York, I would carry these little on the go from the container store, these little, you know, six ounce little jars, and I would put your oil in them and yep. use them to make uh, any kind of a food, you know, where it's a dressing, whether it was in, I'd make a flat belly meal with your, with your oil and chia seeds and a little unsweetened almond yep. milk to kind of fill up. And it's easy. And the great thing is it's pretty shelf stable, right, Mark? You don't have to refrigerate avocado oil, right? No, I mean, that's, that's one of the best parts about it. It's very shelf, so shelf yeah. stable. And, um, you know, to your point, um, one thing you can do at any restaurant, you will be able to find uh, olive oil, extra virgin olive oil. So if you just ask for olive oil and vinegar, 
You can make a dressing. I've got, I've gone to restaurants and I've, I've asked for olive oil, vinegar, and mustard. And I've made a vinaigrette right at the table uh, with the ingredients that they had in their kitchen. There. So, you know, this is, it's not an impossible task. It just becomes sort of a fun challenge in many cases. Yeah, and I think that's a great little prescription for people to follow and, and try this week and try this summer and to start utilizing, ask about the oil. And if the yeah. oil is questionable, uh, I mean, I, I hate to ask, but you basically tell them to make it naked, right? Right, Mark? You would make yeah. it no dressing and then yeah. ask for the olive oil on the side, some vinaigrette and some mustard, right? Is that yeah. an easy way to do it, Mark? Yeah. I think it's very easy. Yeah, sure. So I think that's easy. And, and what, you know, people may give you those looks, but I think it's worth doing that. And I think I remember going to, to the, the Soho house with you once and we had that challenge, I think, with something or a beverage you're having. And, you know, you're the guy that sometimes brings in your own stuff like I do. So I never feel weird when I'm with you, Mark. But, you know, <laughs> how do we get people to, to feel confident to do that? What's your mindset? Because I think that is something where people you know, they're a little timid. They don't want to be like made fun of, but I, I, I always remind my clients that, Hey, you're, you're paying for this meal, right? Oh, this for sure. Free, no. Right. Yeah. No, no. And most, most restaurant operators are, they're very willing to accommodate your requirements. Yeah. So, um, you know, I don't think it's an issue to ask for what you want. Yeah. The big issue is understanding what it is that you might be getting if you don't ask. Yeah. Um, and not, again, not the fault of the restaurant operators. They typically don't know themselves. And what they do know is that, um, you know, soybean oil costs one tenth as much as extra virgin olive oil. So why don't they, you know, why, if the, if the customer isn't going to notice or isn't going to have a problem with it, why would they spend all that extra money? So, um, you know, these are the, these are the little hidden secrets that we're trying to uncover so that when you go out to eat, you know, you can control all this in your house, clearly. You can get rid of all the nasty stuff and just have the good stuff. But when you go out to eat, um, you know, don't be sort of victimized by the exact menu. You can, you, can, you can alter whatever it is that you're ordering in ways that I'm sure the kitchen will want to accommodate. Yeah, no, I, I think it's just having that confidence in what you just said, you know, knowing that they're just doing it uh, without that intention, and yep. it's not like an insult. I mean, at certain restaurants, I know they, well, they won't do that. But obviously, you just have to say, if, if that's the point, I would say that you have some sort of health issue with, with soybean oil or canola oil. That you're just, I mean, yep. I would just say you're allergic to it. I mean, that's, that's fair to say. I think we are. It's, it's inflammatory, right, Mark? Well, I mean, in, in that regard, um, everyone is sort of allergic to it, right? So. Yeah. So I think that's a legitimate way to kind of fix it. So I love that. That's such a simple fix. Mark, uh, two things I wanted to ask you. People have been asking about beverages yep. and coffee, tea. Dr. Andrew Wilde shared with us how one cup of coffee can really screw up sleep. I've been using now matcha. Can you share with us what you use in the morning? I mean, obviously you drink water, uh, obviously, but share with us a little bit of your beverage world because I know you know how to enjoy a fine wine as well or a fine beer. It's yep. We've had them. Yep. And sometimes yep. you bring your own stuff wherever you go, but. Talk to us about beverages right now. The summer's here and, you know, people, I don't think drink enough water. I, 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 I add a pinch of, uh, of pink salt, either Redmond's sea salt or, uh, or it's not sea salt, Redmond's, um, uh, it's like a Himalayan sea salt. You've seen Redmond's. Yeah. That brand. No, I love Redmond's. They're the, they're the salt kings, man. It's, they got every kind of salt known to man. Well, tell people um, what you do with your water and then t take us a little further about your morning beverage if you have one and then what you drink at night about vino because, you know, I like dry farm wines. I know you've been a, a fan of theirs as well. 
but take us through some of your beverages for summer because I think right now with this heat starting, um, yep. we need to hydrate and beverages are going to be in everyone's mind. Walk us through how that works for you. So I'm, I've written over the years, the last 20 years, about how I'm not that concerned about overdosing on water. Um, I let my thirst mechanism be the, the guide. So I don't, I'm not the person who walks around with a jug of a, a gallon jug of water and, right. you know, with the intent of consuming that every day. If I'm thirsty, I drink water. If I'm not, I don't. Um, I, I, I usually prefer, this is um, Mountain Valley sparkling. And so that's kind of my go-to. Um, I don't even like the taste of water that much. So I'm, I'm, you know, I, I like sparkling water. I like cold sparkling water. Uh, I see you got your regular Mountain Valley there. Yes, I, I, I had to go <laughs> run and get it. This is the yeah. one I'm using. Show, show yeah, us the yeah. bottle again, Mark. We'll do it. Yeah, cheers. so I have the blue label. See, I got the blue, the yeah. blue, the blue neck on are it. Are you concerned so, ever about carbonation or is that just a myth? I know certain people said, oh, avoid carbonation. Why would I be concerned about carbonation? I want you to t- g- give, me the, give me the concern that you would have about carbonation. I mean, you know, when you Google this, there are certain people, um, I'm not going to mention doctors, but I've heard yeah. this from doctors, that the carbonation has the opposite of what we want, which is oxygen in it. You know, it has what we exhale out. And people, you know, I just feel like, I mean, it's, you're, not, you're not holding your breath with the water. No, no. You're letting your breath out. I mean, yeah. right? No, it's crazy. I, I um, yeah. I, so I like the mouthfeel of uh, sparkling water, carbonated water. Uh, so that's kind of my go-to during the day. Um, I have a cup of coffee every morning. This is, this is the remnants of the cup that I had this morning. So I start the day with a cup of coffee. What's, um, what's your preferred brand? Then, Do you have a brand new user or does it vary? I mean, you know, I just, I use, um, I have these, um, there's, a, there's a brand out in um, Malibu called Lux, right near you, the Lux coffee people, right? Yeah. And um, um, I like their coffee. Um, I'm kind of a, I'm open to people send me coffee all the time, right? So I have people in the coffee business who send me their samples. So I'm, I'm never out of coffee and I like trying different, different types. But at the end of the day, the stronger and richer, the better, right? So I start- What's your limit on that? How do you gauge it so you don't overdose on caffeine? Or so I'm, not, I'm not susceptible to caffeine that, that much. So if I, you know, I have, I can have coffee at three o'clock in the afternoon if I'm on my way home from someplace and somebody wants to have a meeting at Starbucks, I'll have a, I'll have a triple, uh, triple shot with some steam cream in it. Right. I mean, it, it just doesn't, doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect my sleep at all. So I'm not, I'm not someone who's that susceptible to caffeine. Um, now there are people who are, my wife is, and so she can't have coffee after noon. Uh, and so she sticks with tea and things like that. So it's very personal in that regard. Yeah. Are you a big fan of teas, hot water with lemon, all that stuff, or you just got no. No, I'm just, again, it's like too much work to fix hot water and lemon and all this stuff. I just, yeah, yeah. if I'm thirsty, I'll drink some water. If I'm thirsty, if I'm near some sparkling water, I'll have some sparkling water. Do you add the, the pink salt to the water sometimes? No, I don't. Pink? So what I do sometimes, um, I have a friend who started a company called LMNT, Element, L-M-N-T, just those four letters. Mm-hmm. And they sell these uh, packets of... Uh, of electrolytes that are sodium, magnesium, potassium, uh, and some, um, uh, some non, uh, you know, some natural sweeteners that, that are non-caloric and uh, natural flavors. And they're great. So I add those every once in a while to, um, if like I might, I might in advance of doing a long, hard workout outside in the sun, I might drink something in advance that has collagen, 
and some uh, electrolytes in it, right? So that might be my pre-workout hydration drink. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I would be cognizant that I'm, if I'm going to go do uh, two hours of ultimate Frisbee in the 86 degree, 80% humidity of Miami, mm -hmm. yes, I absolutely want to hydrate, right? And that's, and I would get, I would get otherwise uh, quite thirsty doing that. So I will, pre I will prepare something like that. So I don't just add salt for the sake of adding salt. I have a, uh, this blend, this LMNT blend that I add, um, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's great. And then I, and the I drink. The thing is about the water you drink, and this one as well. When I when I drink it like this, it's the key word there. It's spring water, right, Mark? Yeah. And yeah. that has minerals in it. And that's what we want to drink is spring right. water, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then I drink um, Kavita uh, sparkling probiotic water every once in a while. Um, so I'll drink some of that. Um, I will. Ha I have a. Um, I like a beer once in a while, but I have a gluten issue. So I, I use Omission beer. I don't know if you've heard of Omission, Omission, but it gets rid of the gluten. So it's a gluten-free beer. It still feels like a beer? Oh my God, it's it's 100% a beer. Uh, and I, I, I use their IPA. I like their IPA the best. Um, and the brand, one more time, spell it for us. Uh, Omission, like they omitted uh, gluten, right? I like that. And then at night, uh, and we've talked about this, I drink... Um, a selection of wines from my friends at Dry Farm Wines. Uh, they send a case of, of wines every month to me. These wines are lower in alcohol, no sugar, no added um, ingredients, uh, some of the nasty ingredients that are actually allowed by the, by the FDA in this country. They have none of these added ingredients. Uh, they're very Great, they're great tasting wines. Yeah. Uh, they're not thick and heavy like cough syrup, like like some of the yeah. you know California cabs can become over time. So um, yeah, I've 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 put together kind of a nice little list of beverages that uh, that become my kind of go to thing. I don't drink mixed drinks uh, of any kind. Um, yeah, and I don't drink pretty much. I don't drink any you know hard hard liquor, even though I used to be. Uh, an investor in a tequila company. I don't, I don't really drink that stuff. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what I do. Now for people that are using vino, which I, I used to drink a lot of to help me sleep and I enjoy it more in the day with a, with a meal or something like if I have an early meal, uh, I had a little bit of dry farms yesterday. I love their stuff as well and uh, mentioned them in the cruise control diet book and met, had, had a couple of glasses of wine with Todd White, the, the owner of that company. He's a great guy. Yep. And, uh, and I feel like it's important, but how close to bedtime do you avoid wine for sleep? And then in place of that, are you using melatonin, Mark, at all? Or what do you use to help you sleep? What do you think about CBD? What do you think of cannabis? Because now it's so much more of a legal thing. Talk yeah. about that, because I think that is a huge thing. That's the, the, the biggest puzzle piece at night for people is sleep. Yep. And you do sleep, right, Mark? I mean, you get good sleep. Oh, my God. I, I get eight and a half, nine nine and a half, sometimes 10 during COVID because, because I can. Um, and it's, I, I sleep very well. So I don't, I've, I don't have a problem sleeping. Um, I go right to sleep at night. Um, sometimes my wife gets upset at the fact that she's still trying to go to sleep and I'm already, I'm out. Um, but I, I do sleep quite well. And then I, I wake up uh, in the morning fairly refreshed so I would say in terms of uh, I don't drink late, you know, I might have my last, if I'm having wine, you know, eight o'clock would be the last 
sip, I would have a wine. And then if I go to bed at 10 or 1030, that's a two and a half hour, you know, uh, uh, gap there. And I don't drink, you know, much wine, I mean, two, two glasses a night is kind of my, my yeah. intake. I don't overdo that. Um, and, uh, I, as I say, I wake up, I don't use, I don't use melatonin on a regular basis. I do use melatonin when I'm traveling, uh, more than three time zones. So if I have to adjust to a new time zone, I want to, I want to reset my clock and go to sleep, uh, at the time, uh, what, at what is bedtime where I am in the, in the new location, I will take melatonin probably a half an hour before I go to bed to make sure that I can, um, you know, readjust my, my, my own internal clock there. Yeah. And how about the CBDs and the medical marijuana that now has become kind of a thing? I mean, it's a big yeah. business, right? They say it's the new, the yeah, new alcohol business. I mean, people are in my age, your age, they're all experimenting. What are your thoughts on that experiment? I've, I, I've tried it starting years ago and I don't get any benefit from CBD. I don't, I don't quite understand um, the mechanism there. And I'm not going to argue that with people who say they have gotten benefits, but for myself, I don't really, yeah. um, I don't notice any difference, um, in, in the products that I've used. So I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for, you know, better research to come out. And if that's the case, then maybe I'll, I'll start to use them. But for now I'm, I, I sort of, I don't stay away from them because I think they're fairly harmless, but I just, I don't find any utility for myself. Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's, the jury's still out, and obviously it's very different every, everywhere in the country, you know, where sometimes it's allowed, sometimes cannabis isn't allowed, the CBD and all that. So it's an interesting thing. Well, let's end on this, Mark. Um, positive mindset. You are 66. I got it right. Mm-hmm. 67. Yeah. <laughs> still a youngster, and you're going to make 70 look like uh, 50, I think, or 45 probably. What is your mindset for anyone out there, whether they're almost 50 like I am, they're in their 60s or maybe 60 plus 70s, and they think it's, it's too damn too, too late for them to try any of this. They've been using canola oil their whole life. They've been drinking way too much. They're not, you know, they've just been eating carbs. They've been really following this pattern and they're probably 10 or 20 pounds overweight, maybe more, and they think it's too late. How do we get people at any age, uh, I mean, young people too, I feel like some people give up. How do you keep yeah. that, that mindset in your head strong? Because I know you've never had this problem, but if, if you put yourself in their, in their perspective, how would you get someone who's stuck right now to get off their butt and, and, and know that you can make a difference still? And, and you know, you know I, I know uh, the research is showing that we're going to live longer than any other generation out there. I think, I hope my grandmother looked to be 103. I, why do I feel like you're going to look to be 103 or more? But if we, you know, and if you're just not even 70, that's three more decades you've got in front of you, Mark. I've yeah. got 50 more years, I hope. How do we get people to believe that? Because I think it's true. I don't know if you want to start with that. And then what's the, what's the mantra we got to say to ourselves to, 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 to make it happen today? Well, first of all, I've seen hundreds of thousands of testimonials. Uh, of people who have transformed their lives using the strategies that I write about. And invariably, uh, they are people who are in their, or not invariably, but a lot of them are in their 50s and 60s and 70s. So when I get a testimonial like last week, a guy says, I'm 72 years old. I lost 105 pounds in the last year following your program. 
and I feel like I have a new lease on life. Now, this, if you're in your 60s or 70s, most people are like, ah, there's not enough time. It's, it's, you know, it's too late. Um, I, missed the, I missed the opportunity. And the answer to that is absolutely, did you not miss the opportunity? But this guy is now feeling like he can improve for the next two decades because he discovered that everything he's doing now is benefiting him. Uh, so I've, I've seen way too many people transform their lives, get off the meds at 50 or 60 years old, uh, lose, lose a lot of weight, um, uh, improve their, uh, their cognition by just shifting their diet. I've seen, um, you know, people whose, whose uh, mental health or their attitude, they went from being depressed and, and, you know, afraid to wake up every morning to being excited to jump out of bed and, and find out what the day has to hold for them. So these are all uh, very available things that you can do by shifting your diet and your exercise pattern around. And they don't require that you go all in from day one. In other words, if, if all you do is take a baby step and say, well, I'm gonna cut sugar out for the next month and see how I, how I do with that. And then after that, I'm gonna start walking uh, you know, for 40 minutes, four times a week. And I'll take baby and I'll figure out how that works. And over time, as these, uh, you start to see the benefits of these little baby steps, then you get more excited about, wow, if that's, if that's what's happening just by making those small transitions, what would happen if I really took, you know, a bold step and cut out the grains and started to uh, play around with fasting once in a while, uh, with going keto for a little bit, not the whole time, but just going keto a little bit, um, with maybe learning a new sport or, going to the gym and lifting weights. I mean, all these things, they don't require that you go all in from day one. They're available to just kind of try one step at a time. And I think that's the real, uh, that's the mantra is that, is that, you know, there's always more that I could be doing and yet I don't have to do anymore if I choose not to. I agree, Mark. I feel like for me, I feel like the wake up call uh, of being 50 coming around next year is kind of like my 70 to you, right? I never thought I'd be 50. I never thought I'd have my kids now, one's 16, one's 13. They come in, you know, they're going to be with me for summer now. And, uh, you know, I've learned to adapt to give them their independence. Like it's a mind blow for me. And I feel like I'm, 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 I'm starting a new life. And I'm sure now that you're grandfather, that's mind blowing. But there it is, right? I mean... Yeah. And, and it's such a great legacy to leave behind. And I feel like with these simple choices, you know, I was at a place, you know, uh, when I wrote that book, the, the Eight Minutes in the Morning one 20 years ago, where I was overweight in college, fat. I never was an athlete like you. I was the guy that couldn't move. I had asthma, I had all these issues. I had to cut out all the sugar the, the, and milk and all that kind of stuff. And so many things I've evolved. And I feel like I'm going to show you this because I would never do this, but only to you. And, and uh, because I have gotten, and you've seen some of my pictures. I sent you a picture yesterday. I was at the beach, right? Yeah, yeah. And my stomach, I'm going to show it to you, has gotten almost to the Mark Sisson level where I'm getting, look at this, abdominal. That's amazing. No, that's really, I, I noticed your pictures, Jorge. Look at that. And I like, have no, not had this in forever. Yeah, and I'm literally. crushing it. Yeah, I'm making this happen. And yeah. at 50, now, I, now we did the gun off. Will you show us your abs, Mark? I hate to ask, but if I did mine, show us some of your abs here because I know you've got some guns underneath here. Uh, how, right. how, how do you keep them strong like that? Look, come on now. Don't be shy. Let's see this. Look at this. All right. Say a few words. So pop see, there, up you on the screen. Uh, there you go. Okay. Um, Woo! You know, um, 
abs are made in the kitchen, as we know. It's really, you know, you have abs. Everybody has abs underneath the layer of, of belly fat. And you've been, you've been a belly fat, you know, guy for a long time. You've been really talking about that concept. Um, so, yeah, um, the, the idea that um, you got to do a lot of uh, sit-ups and crunches and stuff to, to get abs uh, is, uh, look, I, I never do any ab work. I'm just, I'm paddling, I'm doing, I'm using my abs for push-ups and for pull-ups and for paddling and for all the other stuff I do. I'm just engaging them. And, but mostly it's just, it's just diet. It's just, uh, I'm going to have to come see you in Malibu if you're there or Pacific House. Yeah. You want to do some yeah. paddleboarding this weekend because summer is on and it's going to be yeah. hot. And I feel like you have, have always talked about exercise, about making it more about play. Maybe mm -hmm. end on that mark because I think that's a mindset at a yeah. certain age after maybe college, people don't play anymore. Would you agree? Right? Yeah. No, it's everything I do now. I try to, I try to incorporate some play. So that's why I paddle. I was out paddling with dolphins yesterday. Um, and then um, um, uh, Sunday, I've got my ultimate Frisbee game here in Malibu. I'll play. Last week, I, I, we played 10 on 10. It was amazing. It was like old, old home week. Uh, and so I look forward to those. Uh, tomorrow, I'm probably, tomorrow's being Saturday from where we are today, I'll probably ride my mountain bike with uh, my friend Eric. Um, I'm always looking for ways to you know, to have fun and to play. I'm, I'm, I'm less inclined these days to go to the gym and grind out another workout. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that, that, that that's called living your life. And, and yeah. as much as we love a, a good gym, I think that's a myth that you need a gym to stay young or to yeah. have a body like what you have here. And, and what I've learned here, you know, has really changed me. And this has only happened since we had our, our talk uh, during this COVID time. So I feel like there's my silver lining in COVID. And I feel like do you have a silver lining that's helped you kind of improve your health just to end on that with this COVID now that we're coming out of it, right? No. The truth, <laughs> no. There's nothing, I mean, I, there's not really a silver lining here for me. I can't wait till this is over. I so I'm just being no. brutally honest. Yeah. Yeah, well, I agree, I agree. And I think we're almost through, right, Mark? I think yeah. uh, this summer will be, uh, it's definitely a unique summer, but I think hopefully by the start of the new year, we'll be back to, back to business, yeah. shall we say. And I think people are realizing um, that there's so much they can do with their health from right. everything we've talked about. So I can't thank you enough, Mark, for, for constantly being uh, not just a friend, but a, a, a compass in my life and in the lives of my listeners and readers and all that, because I, I really feel like you brought me to an awakening a couple years ago, uh, I mean, more than 10 years ago, with everything from the fasting to the avocados to you know, all the things we've talked about over the many years. So I think the best is yet to come and I'm excited for the next, I mean, the next chapter in my life. I know you're excited about 70. So let's drink to that, Mark. Cheers, right? Oh, all right, cheers. Peace and purpose, my friend. I want to invite you to join my Jorge Cruz report. It comes out on Fridays, my favorite day of the week. Uh, and it's a good time to take this with you. It's a short little email that I sent out on Fridays with five bullets that'll give you my best insights from the week on everything from an app to a website to a product I'm using to uh, any kind of shortcut. And you know, it's really my best shortcuts of the week. So if you want that, it's totally free. All you have to do is go to my website, go to jorgecruz.com forward slash Friday. Sign up. It's totally free. Tell your friends, family, uh, sign up. We have over uh, of a quarter of a million people that have signed up for this. And uh, it's something I really pride myself on keeping short. As you know, I'm the eight-minute life strategist, so I'm not going to go long. I'm going to keep things short for you, but effective and efficient. And you can do a lot in just 
uh, you know, in a short period of time. You know that. That's what I'm all about. So again, the website is JorgeCruz.com. I'll spell it for you. It's J O R G E C R U I S E dot com forward slash Friday plural Friday. All right, check it out. It's there. It's free. I look forward to uh, seeing you soon, and I'll see you on Fridays as well. All right, take good care. Peace and purpose.